Hello, and welcome to DC Collecticast. <laughs> Talking action figures and collectibles from the DC universe. Uh, I am Benjamin David, your host here on DC Collecticast, and thanks for tuning back in. Man, it has been a hot minute since we last recorded. Uh, last guest was at Toyshiz, and that is actually today's guest, as you can tell by the title of the ep. Uh, at Toyshiz on Instagram, this dude is a serious toy reporter. Uh, very much my style as well in terms of like... Uh, he's kind of news oriented with his toy collecting as well as his toy interests and, um, yeah, man, sharing people's Instagram posts about what they find at stores and mostly action figure based toy shiz is the man. Check it out again at toy shiz, uh, both on Instagram and, uh, also Twitter as well. Oh yeah. And then I shouldn't, I'd let me not forget his YouTube videos are really good too. They are super informative. Um, they keep me up. He does, they keep me up on toys. He doesn't like twice a week. So check out Toy Shoes' videos. Tis the season of New York Comic Con, guys. Uh, I got some news for you. So again, today's episode is Toy Shoes, and we do talk NYCC reveals. So we're definitely going to hit that. But again, tis the season of con, and tomorrow we are interviewing Jim Fletcher, executive creator of DC Collectibles. Hell yeah, I think that's his title. <laughs> executive creative director of DC Entertainment. I believe is the full title. Oh my God, Jim Fletcher is the man. And uh, I had him on the show. I had him on my Above and Batman Beyond podcast here on the Comic Book INTL network. That's a lot of plugs. <laughs> uh, but here on the network, I had him on that show. Uh, but that was a phone call interview. And then I did, um, I was supposed to interview him at Toy Fair this year, but that fell through because NJ Transit and the trains and blah. That drove me nuts because I ended up meeting him at Toy Fair. So it was awesome meeting him. There's a picture of that on our DC Collected Cast podcast. Uh, but I didn't, I still haven't interviewed him uh, because my interview time with him fell through. Now I got an interview with him. And right before that is a DC Collectibles panel with Greg Capullo and oh, artist of Dark Knight's Metal and these amazing figures uh, and a bunch of other people. Uh, from DC Collectibles and artists and designers, and then, of course, Jim Fletcher on that panel, after which I am interviewing him. So that's a 145, after which I am interviewing Jim Fletcher himself, the toy man himself, head exec of DC Collectibles on DC Collecticast. Beat that. The, the, the press that we bring you. And uh, speaking of press, C506, Collectible 506, dot com uh gracias to johan morales and the guys over there for the press passes and check out my writing again benjamin david collectible at singular 506.com i cannot believe this is happening uh on top of that batman beyond for the above and batman beyond show speaking at dc uh i'm interviewing the voice of batman kevin conroy ah, is gonna be on our network in an interview and i get to ask him questions myself um now he was like kind of on the above show last year but it wasn't interviews that i was conducting it was sound that it was like clips that i was allowed to use so it was still on the network i guess but this is me and my questions interviewing batman i get to talk to batman i'm bringing batman to you guys of course clips of that will be on the show as well um on top of that speaking of collectibles we got Diamond Select tomorrow and tune into our at DC Collecticast uh, Instagram. We got again Diamond Select. I'm interviewing Zach Oat as always. Been interviewing him for years now. 
I just did an email interview with him. That's been on Collectible 506, uh, as well as, yeah, a bunch of DC Collectible writing. Um, well, let me think. What else? Entertainment Earth. There's a piece about that on there on the site. I did, again, uh, a bunch of DC Collectible stuff, Diamond Select. Oh, and Cryptozoic. And that brings us to our next point. Uh, got a Cryptozoic email interview coming. I sent my questions in to Amanda Barker over there, who's super awesome. Interviewed her at Toy Fair this year. Um, but I'm waiting for those replies. In the meantime, check out on the Cryptozoic Entertainment website. They have all the NYCC reveals, beautiful stuff, bombshells, all kinds of stuff. Um, and then... They, excuse me, but we have a giveaway. We have a cryptozoic giveaway, guys. Um, so follow us at DC Collecticast on Instagram. You'll see the details of how to win a Series 2 bombshell uh, for cryptozoic. Now, you got to enter by Saturday night, so you don't have a lot of time. Um, but if you get that entry in, then I'm going to announce it live from the cryptozoic booth. How cool is that? at New York Comic Con. So again, at DC Collecticast on Instagram, um, that's where you'll see details on how to win. Oh man, what a con. Tis the season. And again, thank you for your patience uh, on the show. I got some new videos going. Check out our YouTube channel. As always, Comic Book INTL. I cleaned up the YouTube channel. Um, By the way, comicbookintl.com is no more. Just to update you guys, there's no main website, but we do have the YouTube all the social media, again, at DC Collecticast, YouTube, at Batman Beyond Podcast. I am at Benjamin of David, uh, at Comic Book INTL on Twitter. That's a lot of plugs, too. Let's not go through the list. Uh, who can we shout out? Again, at Toysha's. Check out today's episode. We talk NYCC reveals. And then we also hit the uh, Birds of Prey trailer, which dropped yesterday. Um, and then we talked about it literally on the day. So that was pretty cool. And to get you that episode today is even cooler thanks to the convenience of the anchor app <laughs> um yeah man enjoy and happy con i just i'm waiting on some stuff to be delivered in the mail today i'm very excited uh neca is sending over some of their new york comic-con exclusives so yeah so let's uh, uh let's just start it so what's up with we got uh at Toysha's with us on Instagram, what New York Comic Con is the big news event right now? You are a news toy man, a reporter of the toy. Well, let's say uh, also hi everyone. Uh, oh <laughs> yes, I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to inorganically jump into it and rush you, but I. No, I like that. Uh, this is straight to the point. They're like, we don't care. We know who we know who these people are. Let's just get rid of the toys. That's <laughs> why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> can't stand this guy. No, we've had uh, Toy Shiz on before, and welcome back, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. It's always uh, – I, I love being on anyone and everyone's podcast, so uh, this is, it's always fun for me. I very much appreciate you having me back. I'm your glad that time, it worked though, out last time you where a, you're just like – Sorry, go ahead. Oh, wait. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, no, I was just saying – I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just saying that your last episode was a, a very highly rated episode, and people loved it, so – Oh, thank you very much. Well, I'm glad that we gave them something we could actually talk about. <laughs> That's always good. I, I, you know, I listen to a lot of uh, podcasts and stuff, and it, after the uh, the ads, <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, this what we we're gonna. That's what I wanted to, to uh, talk about. Understand? No, we had a great conversation. We talked what for like eight hours, nine hours, <laughs> something. <laughs> and it flew. It felt like one. 
Exactly. Yeah, that's all that matters. That's how we hook you. We talk about interesting stuff, and then the boring stuff's at the end, so <laughs> it's too late. You have to know how it ends. Um, all right, so big, I would say, uh, uh, big con. the con, whatever you got, man. Uh, New York Comic Con. As of this morning, we got first word on what um, the Transformers, the next iteration, is going to be called for their siege. Well, it's it's War for Cybertron. And now, and then the, the pretend was like siege. So that's like everything that happens at Cybertron and why they have their Cybertron war modes and everything. And then, uh, yeah, a little early tease from Hasbro this morning was that, uh, and this was all IGN had the scoop. So they, you know, a lot of, a lot of sites like that, they get, they get first scoop because it's a, it's a lot of readers and I, I get it, you know, but I mean, if you want to talk to other people like on YouTube to talk about your stuff, like toy shoes, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this all comes from uh, IGN. So uh, the next iteration of Transformers will be called. Um, oh, and of course, I just uh, totally forget the name of it. Uh, <laughs> it's hold on. It's it's Earth something. It's I haven't even gotten used to it yet. It's called drum roll Earth Rise. I wanted I just I wanted to make sure I said that correctly. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, Earth Rise. Chop your head off if you mess. Oh my god, yeah. And you know what? I actually really I like that name a lot. It's very I want to say like kind of Japanese. You know what I mean? Like Transformers are always fun like the Japanese cuz they're so the like, Gundam-y. like so much more crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a cool name and they shut off Optimus Prime and he's got his cab, truck, everything. He's going to be like this humongous leader class. So Dope. he's he's Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime is like officially Optimus Prime again. Like full on eighties cab, all that. So um yeah, Earthrise looks pretty cool. It's oh. all gonna be in the same same scale as Siege and like all that stuff people were, were wondering. But um no, I it took it's funny, after after so many posts when you go like Transformers Siege, like today I was even like Transformers Siege says no, it's no, it's Earthrise. You know what I mean? It's like uh, you have to keep <laughs> it's kind of like what happened with uh, Power of the Primes. I went from Power of the Primes to Siege and I kept calling I'm like, Yeah, it's power no, it's Siege. There's too many too many Transformer names, and then each Transformer name has that particular Optus Prime, Megatron, you know, Starscream. Good lord! So yeah, that's like so a, this is a gonna be religion. Those Transformers, right? And so this is gonna be Earthrise Optimus Prime. <laughs> so I didn't want to, uh, <laughs> I didn't want to cut off before what you were saying about um, about NECA. So we are at uh, I write for a website collectibles506.com c506 shout out and mm-hmm. gracias to them they are uh, from costa rica and i met them at con last year speaking of new york comic-con so it's like a full year uh to thursday is a full year since i've been writing for them and where i met the editor and everything and full circle uh we have you know always been like covering NECA. so this is great to get uh awesome. some NECA stuff what do you got toy shiz because before you start, uh, I'm a huge Turtles fan, so I just wanted to. Oh my god! Massive, yeah. massive. I hear, I hear they're gonna have some. They might have some things to show off at New York Comic Con for Turtles, so I think you'll be happy. May not be like a whole slew of stuff like they did with uh, SDCC, but um, you know, I, I love their Ninja Turtle merchandise that they do. I think they nail it from the cartoon to the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Seven is doing the Playmates re uh, like vintage. Um, tribute line, yeah. which is interesting to see. Oh my god! It, when um, I saw that, I was yeah. like, I learned. I don't know if I've ever been. It's one of those things where, like, 
some nostalgia things you're like oh i remember that or, or you know you have little memories kick in that was like, oh yeah that was a flood like seeing those seeing like you know the um accessories attached to like they would have like the you know brown the tree kind of frame yeah what would you call that yeah the accessories in they're attached and they oh yeah 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 off. when i saw that shit i was like oh my god <laughs> no and that's that's what i think um you know if you were to do those those exact type of figures that playmates used to do i think that's how you'd have to do it and they look they look great i uh, I have a, a certain rapport with those old figures. I, I, you know, that Baxter Stockman, especially, you know, seeing it now and like update and everything, it looks, it's gorgeous looking, <laughs> but NECA, NECA has this, this thing that they do where they nail the nostalgia from packaging to the design of the figure to the accessories. Like it's just all one big go and they always nail it yeah. especially with the, you know the packaging and getting you excited just in that first glimpse like with their retro like predator alien line especially like that's my <laughs> jam you know and seeing that yes. uh the turtles especially you know the i did a, a thing on my youtube where i pulled out the old playmates party wagon because a lot of people were wondering um you know does the the party wagon fit their new cartoon like the target two packs and things and they definitely, they definitely do a little bit of finagling here and there in the front, the uh, the, the driver's seat and stuff. But yeah, they to, as a display, they look fantastic, like with it. So nice. you know, I um, you know a lot of people are saying like, oh, you know, it'd be awesome. Neca could do a party wagon. That would be killer. But in the meantime, get this old party wagon for like you know, it's not too expensive. But I'd say get it now. But yeah, right. <laughs> can't go, can't go any lower. So what were you saying about, you said NECA sent you some stuff? Well, I will say that um, NECA was really nice. So they have these New York Comic Con exclusives. And uh, they did them at STCC. So they they was a DC Comics, Dark Horse Comics pair up that they did the Batman and Superman. So Superman came with an alien. And Batman was in his armored out gear with the Predator. That was the STCC ones. And then for, uh, yeah, did you, you've seen them, right? I wait. So what is it again? Because I saw when I was at Toy Fair, I did see some alien. Like it was Batman Predator and then Joker Alien, but that was like a, a, a while ago. So I haven't seen what you're yeah. talking about. What is this? Say it again. Okay, so uh, for San Diego Comic Con, they had first two exclusives, and due to licensing and everything from Warner Brothers, this was the only way that they could release the figure. So either you know they did it as like a pre-order for like a week or two before the actual convention. Or at the actual convention, um, but this was this will be the only way to get these. They're not going to have them in Target or anything later on. This this is like a if you want to put these out to the public, this is how we're going to let you do it. Um, and I think they came out great. So it, the, oh the SDCC looking, sets, yeah. Have you, you just looking at them, yeah. yeah. So it's uh, the Comic Con San Diego Comic Con was a Superman figure, which is. I have had so much fun with that Superman figure. I don't know if you see my post. I pull him out every once in a while. He's got these laser eyes, and I try to, like, huh. you know, it's it's always, like, zooming in on a figure, like, burning them or something like that. It's just, I have a blast. It's one of the one of the most gorgeous, best Superman figures they've ever, anyone's ever produced. And uh, he was paired up with a uh, new alien xenomorph. Has a really nice purple-gray deco wash on him. Oh, yeah, look at that. And, wow. Yeah. 
and that was uh, the first one of the first times they released their one of their new um, like ultimate aliens. You know, they go back and they kind of add articulation and such. So it's heavily articulated, and I just I got the review of them. I think everything you want to check it out. But um, there's also the Batman and the Predator figure from the old you know comic book where Batman actually goes up against Predator, the Dark Horse comic, and um, fantastic. I mean, it they absolutely knocked these out of the park. Uh, in terms of what you, you know, I I love uh, DC Multiverse and what Mattel does. And a lot of people, they always say, oh, you know, it's, it's stuck in the past. And, you know, the articulation was this and there's problems. They just, I, well, for whatever reason, Mattel just kind of, they got hunkered down by all those terrible DC movies. You know, like <laughs> Justice League and yeah. Batman v Superman. And it kind of threw a wrench. And then, like as of last year and into this year, you started seeing like, Oh, like they want to do these comic book figures. They want to do things that are not these, like, like the movies, like people, nobody wants. nobody wants to buy these figures. And that's the sad state of it. You know, they're not bad, but they're not what people want. And you get them, the old comic book figures and things, you know, that's what people are gravitating towards. So I think what NECA really nailed here is the comic book aspects of Superman and then Batman and these particular stories, but then for New York Comic Con, they did the other two packs, which was Green Lantern versus uh, Sinestro Corps Predator, and then uh, Batman versus uh, the Jokerized Alien. So, and and those uh, I can't make any promises, but uh, might have an early look at those uh, soon. <laughs> oh my God! Look at that! Holy! Yeah. If I could curse yeah. on this show, I I, I uh, kind of choose to keep this as clean as I can this particular show. But man, I wish I could <laughs> curse right now. Yeah. the uh, The best part about it though is the Green Lantern set comes with Hal Jordan and John Stewart. And while I'm I'm a fan of uh, of Hal Jordan in recent years, I've become a big fan of uh, John Stewart, and I'm so stoked that they put him or that you know they put it as an option. You know, it's of course you're just getting the one body. But, uh, yeah, you can go either way. You can go Hal or, um, or John. Oh, that's sweet. You can just switch out the head, yeah. Yeah. Huh. And, and, then, and then I guess they were given a little bit of liberty. You could, um, you know, they created the, uh, the Yaucha Sinestro Corpse. And if I'm not – I know that he existed in, like, I think they snuck him into, like, a DC Comics panel at one point in the Sinestro Corpse or something like that. Um so yeah, they they made a figure based on that, and I think that's pretty cool. I'm excited to uh, to see that. Why wouldn't there be a Predator Sinestro Corpse? You know, yeah, that's a not. that's a natural team up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that or uh, the Red Lanterns, you know. But I think uh, I don't know how that's really all going in the comics these days. But you know, what the Sinestro Corpse are. I think that fits better. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, then you got too. Holy shit! Well, yeah, I, I did curse. Darn it. <laughs> I, I what I said was holy shiz. Exactly. Yeah, you're allowed to say that. Even on my channel, you can you can say that. <laughs> people yeah, people crack me up, they do it all the time. They'll go like holy shiz, and there's like 85 Zs. I'm like, huh. I'm like, that's that's cool. Again, I haven't uh, heard that one before, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, the Batman uh and the Jokerized Alien, um that is from, I think it was, I'm going to say it's, it was the sequel, you know, Batman Aliens or sequ- something like that, where it was like the second part that they did. Oh, yeah, those uh, and, 90s uh, comics, right? 
Exactly, yeah. And I'll be honest, the, the alien that looked like or was based on the Joker in that book was like the design on it was ugh. You know what I mean? Like you look at it. What NECA did is just take the alien, the typical xenomorph, and like put the Jokerized paint and stuff on it. Much better, I think. If you look, I mean, yeah, it's one thing to have like an official, like it looks exactly like the comic, but it's not that impressive. Whereas this looks like the Joker got a face hugger and boom. <laughs> yeah, right. So I think that works a little bit better because in the in the comic it was more of like genetically modified yada yada. So that's funny how um, like a toy company will either imprint and or improve upon like an already existing like the DC bombshells. Yeah. That's DC bombshells are entirely created by DC collectibles. Um, that's I just, so cool I think that, like, those now, work. Yeah. What's that? Oh, I said, I think I like, I like the, the those work, you know, they DC DC always exists in that like timeless kind of nature to me, you know, mm-hmm. especially with Batman in like the forties and fifties, you yeah. know, even acronym. I mean, you go twenties and stuff, you know, twenties, thirties, um, but I like I like when they they do DC comics as like old timey things. I think it works, especially yeah. Golden Age and all that. And now with CG, I'm really hoping they just start, especially now with like that Joker movie coming out. I mean, this is a slight tangent, but I think on the it is related to bombshells being that they were born in a you know collectibles. There's my loophole, but I I would love like I think a bombshells movie nowadays would work both CG wise, no brainer. Um, and then it's also like with this Joker movie, we're seeing that DC is totally fine giving up on not giving up on, but making as many movies as they want now outside of this DC EU that let's be real, as you said, has not been working. You know what? Yeah. And, and I agree. A lot of people always said DC comics characters like Batman and Superman, um, Unless it's done like th- that's, I think what the animated universe did so well with Bruce Tim and Paul Dini and stuff. They made it work on a cartoon level, and with cartoons, it's a little bit more leeway. Uh, you can you can get away with a lot of more things in terms of what you perceive as a live action. And um, they, they, these DC Comics characters they don't they don't go together well. They're a little bit all <laughs> over the place. If you really think about it, uh, Marvel characters, for whatever reason, because Marvel is really so fantastic and fantasy based and DC Comics is a little bit more grounded um, in the past, maybe kind of thing. So it's like Mm -hmm. a weird it's a weird kind of dichotomy that they have. But, um, you know, I've always said, like, if you have Batman you know, you go to Batman, you go to Gotham. It doesn't matter what year it is. You're in the twenties. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's, it's weird. It's, yeah. <laughs> and I, I like, you know, like the old Batman the animated series, they had like those old fashioned computers, but when Superman, the animated series, you went to Metropolis, they had technology and they had, you know, Lex Luthor technology and stuff like that. So it's always as if Gotham is stuck in the past, like a retro city. And I think in terms of that, that's when the characters start to meld a little bit better. You know, you kind of have to play to their strengths and you can't just go like, hey, Batman's an old guy and Superman uh, is going to fight him. And you know what I mean? It's just, yeah, it was. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Good point. 
It was a it was a weird, um, but weird man, movie. I'm so glad we were talking about this NECA stuff because it's funny. Like my editor was like, you know, I said I want to reach out to NECA. I want to do like an email interview because I knew I knew that they were doing live coverage. I knew that our site C506 was already covering them live. I don't. I could skip the booth, but I still want to do like an email interview. He's like, no, no, you're good. Like, you know, just cover other stuff. And I was like, that's fine. I have plenty of other crap to do. Like, not crap, but just I have other stuff to cover. Uh-huh. Uh, so, like last night, for example, I wrote this piece for uh, Cryptozoic. A lot of it was on DC bombshells, and there, um, uh, like speaking of DC bombshells, that you know, that's one of the lines that has really, especially like their seven-inch line of DC bombshells, has really been uh, Cryptozoic's big. Uh, line and so i'm like writing about that last night and all this other stuff and now you're talking about this and like i haven't even seen some of these these are awesome dude yeah they they like this is the point is it's news to me so i'm excited <laughs> you know what? oh sorry can you just kind of cut out can you just say it again oh i was just saying the point is that it's news to me so i'm excited oh yeah yeah well it, it's it's funny there's a lot of um you know, a lot of awesome New York Comic Con exclusives. Again, there's not as many as they like anywhere close to saying it's like San Diego Comic Con, but uh, it's it's almost it's kind of envious of New York Comic Con to just be like, oh, there's a few, <laughs> there's a f- yeah, yeah. there's a few must haves instead of a, like, this past year's Comic Con. I was like, oh my god! Like at the when I got home, I was like, how much money did I just spend? Like, oh my god! You know? Uh, and which con was that? San Diego. You know what? Is it? Can you hear me again? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, cool. Um, right, cool. Sorry, what was yes, the question? I, I was what saying, was the question again? <laughs> that's all right. Uh, so yeah, I was saying. Actually, I forget what the question was. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Um, We're talking about Comic Con exclusives. Oh yeah, sorry. So DC and NYCC again. We were we were talking before at, about how like it's kind of a light year in terms of uh, NYCC reveals. I was saying that I focus on. Uh, DC and Batman, obviously, with the DC Collective Cash Show. But, you know, I, I do look at other stuff, and I have huge interests in, in Star Wars toys, specifically, and some other stuff. But, like, even um, in, in other toys, like, and I don't know if you heard this, but I guess back to DC real quick, like, Funko. I don't know if you saw, there's only two DC Funko reveals in it, and that's just weird to me that, like, a company that all year has been celebrating Batman's 80th. I covered Toy Fair myself, and, like, I did a whole eight-minute, like, uh, crossover episode of Above and Batman Beyond, my other podcast, just on Batman's 80th, because there was so much of it at the Funko booth at Toy Fair. And then now you comes, like, New York Comic Con. It's just weird that a company that last year I got, like, six full minutes, and we could have gone on for 20 with, a, especially not only, like, their normal rollout, but then there was also, like, um, the DC Primal Age. And yeah, it's just all this stuff. And, and this year, there's literally two pops, and that is all I've seen for Funko Batman. I'm like, oh. yeah. Um, I fingers crossed. I I, I know that um, they want to continue with the uh, DC Primal Age, but I haven't heard or seen anything. So I actually really, really like that line. Um, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I was just playing with mine yesterday. I got the uh, busted out the blue Batman. I got Wonder Woman. I love yeah, it. they're just. I, I know a lot of people are saying um, what kind of happens at typical typical things is like you know people read something and then they kind of 
that's that's like the regurgitated answer, you know. So a lot of people, one broke, a couple broken packaging, and they acknowledge it. You know, there's like a there's a bad factory batch, you know, and they went back and got a new factory to do it, and that's great. You know, they fixed the problem, and then when uh, when Target rolled them out, that was the the new batch of figures. Um, but you heard a lot of people saying, oh, they're you know they're 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 not good. They break too easy. Blah blah blah. And I was like, well, I. I haven't had one break on me. I don't, you know, and I, I know a lot of people have, and they've sent me photos, but then I tend to wonder sometimes, I'm like, what are you, like, are you forcing something, you know, or are you, uh, that's just the thing, you know, but I, I'm really hoping that they continue the line somehow, some way. I also, I think in defense of Funko across the board, with their price points, you know, I think you need to give a company leeway if they're going to keep, a, a figure around 10 bucks, like give them a break. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a, uh, that, that, that I think is weird about, about con this year with DC. Um, but as I said in the beginning, like, I don't want this episode to be like, yeah, well, it's a lame con. Let's all go home. Like, I, I think that even a light New York comic con is still great for collectors. And there's always stuff to talk about. Yeah, I think so too. And you know, it's fun because, even if you're not in a convention, just like it's daily thing with toy news and everything. There's always something coming out, or you know, today somebody found some new new figures, and, and it's it, that's what makes it fun. You know, there's it's it's a never ending thing of people finding new things, or you know, things that like were revealed earlier, like in the in the year, and now they're just starting to hit. They come back, you know, and then you're like, oh yeah, that's right, I totally forgot about that. That's a nice surprise to find at the store. Yeah, that's why I love that Toy Fair is in it is in February because all year I report on toys and then I just I play back my podcast recordings and I have interviews right there. I just transcribe them. I got the interview and then all this stuff just comes out all year and I'm like, oh, what up? You yeah. know, uh, <laughs> what's up, Batman? Who laughs from February? <laughs> yeah, that you know. Uh, did you see the uh, the Koda, the recent Kota Bukia uh, statue on him? Yes, and I saw that. Yes, and I saw that in your video as well. I love Kotobukiya, but I also, as you said in your video, like I'm not a collector, and like I, their yeah. prices are just, you know, they're not they're not too high. I just, but anyway, that thing looks amazing. You know what? Yeah, and it's it's funny because, um, yeah, like I said, I'm not a I'm not a big statue collector at all. But in from when I said that on my video, I had a couple of people write in and say, look, I, I love Kotobokiya and I collect it. Here's my collection. And when you, and much like action figures or, or anybody's collections of anything, once you have them all put together and you do it up nice, I mean, they look fantastic all grouped together, you know? So maybe, you know, you're one of those people where you, you spend like hundreds of dollars like myself on, on getting six or seven waves of, uh, of figures, but then you only buy one of these every couple months. That ah, works out, you know, <laughs> and you have less things around the house. That's for sure. That is true. Yeah. If I, I, if I was just realistic about it and I've admitted like the other day, I, the toy hall that I spent was for sure a nice statue. Yeah. So. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. It's like, you know, do you want, uh, not to say like quality, but quantity, you know, over, uh, over a, a quality kind of thing. So, yep. So, uh, Toysha's, what else you got for DC or what has been on your, um, yeah, I guess in the interest of, uh, since Anchor hasn't really been our friend today, we'll <laughs> try not to take too much into, I really want to talk about, uh, 
how about we'll do for bonus content at the end if we have some time. Sure. The, uh, well, I would the say Birds of Prey. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was you saying what? Birds it's of Prey uh, cutting in and out. Look, that's why I'm sorry. Okay, that's so. what I thought you were done. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I was saying the Birds of Prey. Uh, Birds of Prey trailer dropped literally just today. Yeah. So I definitely want to hit that. But I, I guess before we do that, in the interest of making sure that. We have recording. Uh, what else you got for, for DC-related toys, man? I uh, First of all, yes. I saw the Birds of Prey trailer. We should definitely talk about that. And um, I would say, um, in terms... Like, multiverses come to an end, um, unfortunately. And again, when I say unfortunately, they, honestly, when you collect these things for years and years, like from DC Universe... Wait, start okay. out, say what, un- unfortunately? Sorry, you cut out. Oh, I was saying, unfortunately... Uh, DC multiverse, you know, has come to an end. Um, mm. And when I say, unfortunately, a lot of people, you know, I feel, they like to roll their eyes. Like, oh, you know, they're not the best figures. Well, when you collect like DC universe classics for so many years, and then you collect DC multiverse, it's always sad when a toy line ends. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's part of what you've been doing. It's, it's your haps. And uh, I'm very, I'm very yeah. excited to see what McFarland toys comes up with. Um, I have been saying and telling everyone the first line of whatever they choose to do, they better have the Batman who laughs because there's no better spawn McFarlane, dark twisted character that he could do it justice that he would do the Batman who laughs like gloriously. So I definitely want to see that. And plus there's not really any action figures for him yet. There's just statues and, and such. Um, so describe exactly what's going on with the McFarlane takeover. Well, I would say, like, basically what was said at uh, New York Comic Con was that they're going to, and this is this is what Todd McFarlane said he was going to, they're going to walk before they run, and really don't expect anything till kind of fall next year. That may change, that may you know update or something like that. But I kind of appreciate that in the sense of like instead of being bombarded with here's the new thing. Here's the new thing. It's like, here's like a rollout. It doesn't have to be like, like this big, huge, like there's 15 figures and play sets and you know, all that stuff. Wait, before, before you get into that though, what exactly is, what exactly is happening with Todd McFarlane is taking over Mattel? No. uh, Or taking over multiverse. uh, Not taking over Mattel, but like, like taking over like DC. Well, whatever, whatever they're going to be doing McFarlane. So Mattel, basically they just, they lost the license for, uh, DC Comics. It's going to be going to McFarlane, and it's not to say that they're okay. going to McFarlane. You know, is not going to continue DC Multiverse in that sense. They're not going to continue DC Universe Classics. They can. I mean, that's always a possibility. Um, but you know, McFarlane they have their own scale. They have their own way of doing things. So I think it's a kind of a breath of fresh air at this point. Let's see what they do. You know, I mean, let's let's have some new stuff on the shelves. And, um, you know, I'm very curious to see what they can do. They've, they've, they've ramped up their articulation. Paints are better, you know, just in recent years. Uh, I'm a Spawn McFarlane fan through and through. So while I don't gravitate towards a lot of their more video game properties and anime properties, I'm very excited to see what they're going to do with uh, the DC property. That's for sure. Me too. Yeah, those figures are uh, McFarlane toys are gorgeous they're really detailed good um yeah. they have some serious licensing too like they got walking dead they got um a bunch of of really good 
yeah higher end stuff so i that would be great yeah and you know it, they tend to air more on the the dark and the macabre side so i wouldn't mind seeing some of that like in in the action figures you know it's always dc multiverse was very lighthearted. they did throw some really cool stuff and tidbits in every once in a while especially with the uh the Dark Knight Returns Joker that they threw the eye in there that he got uh, a batarang through the eye, which I very much appreciated. Um, but yeah, I think uh, you know if McFarlane they tackle this, they're going to do a great things. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, and and the other thing with it too. So, just to be clear, Mattel has had the DC. Uh, license for quite a while and when we say that McFarlane is kind of like <clears throat> stepping in it just means that the you know it, it doesn't take away the licensing that all these other companies have with DC as well it's not like you know he's like stepping into Mattel or anything but I guess what I guess what it means is so, so the big news is that he is going to start making them like on the same kind of like scale like you show up to target and instead of seeing multiverse now you're going to see mcfarland batman is that the idea i i i i'm assuming so and like i said like nothing has been confirmed denied or really really even spoken about um there were some images from a slideshow that were leaked um though i never posted about them a lot of people sent them in they didn't seem authentic or if they were they're not meant for public consumption, so they don't really show off anything other than ideas, you know? So that's not, it's, it's not really something that it was just something like, okay, well, it also seemed kind of like fan hopes and dreams. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, this yeah, could be I'm, a thing. <laughs> right. And my concern too is like, I, I guess also, you know, when I was asking that question before, it sounded kind of, because I am confused as I'm like asking it. Cause I don't know if this means, you know, like does McFarlane even have the distribution uh, reach that? I mean, I don't, they definitely do. I, yeah. I guess I just answered my own question saying before with the walking dead, I'm just concerned that like, you know, Mattel is Barbie. Mattel is, you know, masters of the universe. This is yeah. Mattel. This again, this is the show up to target. And I mean, the other day I just picked up part of my haul was getting, I couldn't help myself after GameStop. I got three two packs of the Batman versus TMNT, yeah. and, and I'm like, "Well, Target's ten feet away," so I stop in, and it's just, you know, consumer level economic. As we as we said, I guess we're both kind of more action figure quantity versus quality. And like, I like going in there and just seeing the this was the DC Comics original Batman eighty, and it just looks like your standard old Batman action figure from the 80s and 90s and I love that. So but my concern is like this is McFarlane who's been making spawn toys and been making all this kind of like indie level stuff. So are they going to be able to bring that just hey, I want to I want a quick Batman figure to to pick up after work. Well, I think um what is it? Uh Spin Master also got some of the uh the DC rights. So they might be more doing more in the terms of uh, children's aspects of uh, DC Comics toys. So that mm. could also, and again, nothing 100%, nothing, you know what I mean? Like it's it's all speculative at this point. Right. Um, but, I'm not expecting like information out of you here. I'm just, yeah. I'm just kind of voicing like the idea of McFarlane. If that has been confirmed, yeah. now I'm just brainstorming what that might mean. Well, I think that um, 
if, I mean, if you look at it in that terms, you know, the, the action figure aisles are definitely changing in stores. And, you know, Star Wars is a great example of seeing what sells and what doesn't and being very cautious um, over what they're wanting to put on the shelves because retailers are, are wising up. You know, they want stuff that sells. Um, Star Wars just doesn't sell anymore. It's, it's, it, it, you have to make the cool stuff. Um, and they got to get back on track. They got to figure out their way back in. Is that right? But... Say again. I sorry, I just I that was that's shocking to me. So Star Wars hasn't. Well, selling, if, huh? if you the perfect example of this is that this time around, let's say for the the very last movie, the Skywalker trilogy, it's the only movie that's never had three and three quarter inch basic action figures where they just do all the characters and they have some vehicles and such. They limited it only to the vintage collection and black series. There's some, you know, things for kids like role play, Star Wars lightsabers, things like that. But it definitely seems like Star Wars is very much relegated to the collector market this time around for this movie. Huh. Yeah. That's weird that they did. Uh, yeah, because I do remember from Last Jedi, but I also didn't care because <laughs> I didn't like that movie. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, so is that right that there were no three and three quarters? Because there was a three and three quarter Force Awakens line at Walmart. Um, well, it's uh, the three and three quarter is now relegated only to the vintage collection, which again is like geared more towards you know collectors. It's you know they have vehicles. The vehicles are you know this time around they're going to be a hundred bucks a piece. There's a there's a Best Buy exclusive that's eighty. So. It's it's not for kids that are going in with their mom like oh mom I got an allowance like what can I buy you know <laughs> this is more for like right. you know people that got the uh, the cashiole that can uh, that the can afford <laughs> <laughs> is that Italian is that Italian American for cash oh yeah yeah like <laughs> cashiole hey you got the cashiole it's in the briefcase briefcase <laughs> case leave the gun take yeah. the cashiole the action figures. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it's oh, okay. uh, in terms of applying that towards mcfarlane i think that um you know if they have they 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 are relegated more to the entertainment let's just say target as an example they're relegated more towards the um entertainment collectibles section now they have a few where they've done um you know more video game type characters those are in the video game sections and then also sometimes they show up in the toil depending on the target that you go to, um, especially with Fortnite. Fortnites are always on front end caps in front of the video games. Uh, so they're, they're very much more like the high end price point where, you know, it's 20 and up, but uh, you know, for people that are feverishly collecting, I think, you know, Batman and all that kind of stuff, it is, it is going more towards that market. Um, but then I guess, you know, you could say spin masters would pick up uh, the, the kids demographic sort of figures. I never heard of this company. Toy Ma- uh What is it? Oh, sorry. Say it again. Toy Masters. What? Are- oh, Spin Masters. Spin Masters. S P I N. Okay. Uh, I never. Heard of this oh, really? Yeah, they uh, they've been around for years and years. They've done all kinds of stuff. They actually did some really cool um, Tron. What was that movie? Tron Legacy. Uh, when that came out, they did some interesting oh, yeah. stuff. They done RoboCop, things like that. Robocop. <laughs> oh, sorry. Cut out. What oh, you say? Uh, 
That's okay. I, I guess that would be a tangent, oh. so we'll just do that for a minute. Okay. Did you hear about uh, the rebooting that? Again. Oh, new, did you say new RoboCop? Yeah, the rebooting RoboCop. Oh, again. really? They're going to go that route again? <laughs> Apparently, they're, yeah, exactly. Apparently, they're going to do it, uh, and again, I just, for a minute, but it, apparently they're doing it more honorable to the original meaning they're going to leave the satire in because apparently the newer one there there was no humor in it which just makes that the most depressing story on the planet yeah that was when they did the new one and they they made that terrifying when they were like oh what's left of my body and he's like a brain with a head i'm like i don't want to see that that was terrible like i i get it he's just a guy in a suit there's not much left like (laughs) (laughs) there's not much left a guy was like, he's like, oh my god, don't ever show that to me again. I'm like, yeah, like I don't even want to see that again. Like, what, what are you doing? You know? I'm so glad I never even watched it. You know, it's. I'll tell you what, it's not anyway. the worst movie, but it's <laughs> it's not it's not like it's not RoboCop. It's like, oh, you're just remake it. You know what I mean? Like when you see those movies, like I oh, just did this to remake it. That's what it is. Uh. Um. But yeah, what else? Uh, so how does your time look? Do you have some, some more time? Or? Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I tell you what, um, in, in talking about like what the what DC comics and figures and stuff outside of McFarlane, because yeah. I mean, we have there's there's stuff to talk about, but that actually, you know, that always goes into like, well, we don't know. But to really talk about right. something fun yeah, like, what do you got? Yeah. Uh, is the the DC collectibles, the Batman versus the Ninja Turtles figures. Those yes, I just uh, those are, again three of these two packs. I've been obsessed. So talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. What do you got? So okay, I have uh, I got the what's this, the Raphael and the Robin. I haven't opened that yet, but I did take a look at the Batman and Leonardo, and the Batman. He's like he's one of uh, just just like with the art style that they kind of incorporated. I'll be honest, I wasn't the biggest fan of the animated movie. I watched it. Uh, it was okay. It just I, I there's there's funny things and there's like eh, okay, um, but <laughs> I can always appreciate good toys, you know. And I mean they load you up with accessories on these things, and the best part about it is that the Ninja Turtles I have so many iterations of Ninja Turtles, but these put a different spin on it and it's fun, especially with the Batman Michelangelo figure, you know, where he's got his uh his mask on. It's <laughs> They're very much like uh, what Palisades used to do, let's say, with their Invader Zim. It's, it's spot on to the cartoon uh, material, and I like that. I like when you can match that to action figure form, because yeah. while you may not enjoy the cartoon like I did, I definitely am loving these figures. So, Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I, I mean, I personally, like, I am obsessed with that movie, and it's not just nostalgia for me. I, I truly think it at least in terms of Batman movies, it's, and ba- specifically Batman action, yeah. it, it might be among the best, or it is, I think, among the best uh, Batman action that we've ever seen. Because the guys who made that movie, they were, like, looking at Batman, or they were looking at kung fu movies as, like, um, choreography and, and fight sequence, like, inspiration. Yeah. So that movie is, like, laid out the batman fighting in that is freaking incredible but i am not going to defend everything i know you know people have their things with it um but like yeah these figures i 
the, and then you team it up with DC collectibles. I mean, it's literally every interest and piece of my childhood you could ever freaking like throw into one thing. Yeah, and the one of the main things I appreciate about that movie, though, over anything, is the little hints and nods towards previous old toys or things from the cartoons, like various iterations of the cartoons. And just the fact that they made Shredder into like this, like he, he actually was doing like Shredder stuff. You know, he was killing people. And I was like, wow, I haven't seen Shredder do that like ever. You know, right? it, I know seeing Shredder like impale somebody. I was like, oh, yeah. oh man. Yeah. And and it's it's corny and uh, it is what it is. But, uh, you know, I, I could I could say that it's not terrible by any means, but it was just like it was like, OK, <laughs> especially. Especially with Shredder at the very, very end. You know, I don't want to spoil anything, but I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but then you also look back yes. and you're like, I wouldn't mind a figure of that. You know what I mean? So. Uh, and now we have them. Yeah. So. Yeah, the new, uh, was it the Batgirl and Donatello set? They, that just came out October 1st. So now it's another thing I got I to gotta track down. I got to go into GameStop. <laughs> Yeah, you do. Yeah, it's so talk about the acquisition of these things. It's been a it's been a challenge for a lot of people because if you don't have a GameStop and if you're international, guess yeah. what? You're beat. Yeah, that's and that's always unfortunate. Um, I have a lot of people that write in, you know, especially from England, um, Italy, things like that. Uh, it's I know that NECA is working on opening up their um, international distribution channels, which is fantastic. But a lot of the other companies have still have some work to do, you know, and it, these toys should be for everyone. I remember growing up, there was a lot of stuff that came out overseas that we never saw here. It's always like a give and take kind of thing. But I will say, you know, for the most part, we in America tend to get everything, you know, everything and anything with very few things being available um, that aren't available here overseas. Um, yeah, and I don't mean like, oh, you're beat like uh, anything against DC collectibles. They're doing a great job. Yeah. These speakers are gorgeous. I just, I, I feel bad. That's all I'm saying for international people. Yeah, it's, it, and I, I wish that you know people that do want these, they don't have to pay an arm and a leg because I mean they're they're expensive. You know, they're fifty bucks. But I'll be honest with you, I feel justified in paying. And I don't always say this, but I feel justified in paying these because you get two really nicely designed figures, and then you get a ton of accessories. And there's no better way to butter me up than to give me a bunch of like extra heads and accessories. So, you know, that's a, it's a win-win, but uh, to be honest with you, I have seen these a couple times uh, in GameStops. I don't know how well they're selling, you know, and in terms of, I, I know people want them, but then when I see them on the shelves, I'm like, well, it might be kind of like an eclectic kind of group. That's uh, that's going after him. But I will say, if you haven't checked them out, if you want to check out one, definitely get uh, Batman and Leonardo because it's awesome. But I will give you uh, the, the warning before. These things are incredibly brittle, so you got to treat them with kids' kids gloves. On These, are, these aren't like... Oh, is it right? Yeah, these, they don't play with these. These are, uh, okay, cool, and you put them right on the shelf. Hmm, <laughs> good yeah. to know. Which, you know what? That's I always call them the, like, they're like, Art, artistic action figures or art toys because you know to get that kind of detail and intricacy into it you know it's you're asking for a lot to have them be fully functional you know the, the art style is very very tiny little you know instruments of fabric or their their bandanas or things like that where they get small you know 
and there's not a lot of, you know, beefy plastic to kind of play with. So just, yeah, it's just an FYI. Don't, you don't want to be throwing these things around or partying with them in the party wagon. In the party wagon. <laughs> yeah. So do you think, I mean, this is a company that made a beautiful Batmobile. If you give me one of the, you think we're going to get a, like a turtle van reveal or something oh, yeah. at, uh, at, at New York Comic Con or one of the upcoming cons? That would be, that'd be awesome. I mean, I, I know that there's like Playmates has, uh, for the most part, I mean, they've adapted all the different um, turtle wagons into action figure form for the most part. Nothing, you can't beat the original party wagon. There's just something about that, the colors and everything else, the function of it. Um, and still- and they, they keep kind of like making it more into like a battle tank, whereas it's supposed to be like this janky, you know, run down um, bus or, you know, what is it, what is it called? Like a, like a, a trailer or no, a RV. I don't know, whatever the heck it is. And um, a camper. Yeah. Can't, okay. Camper. Yeah, it's supposed to be janky, you know? And when you, you have too much armor on it and stuff like that, it kind of takes away from the fun. You're like, oh, okay. It's, now it's like a, a Batman battle wagon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good point. I still have mine from uh, my turtle van from the 80s. Hello. Oh, are you there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay, I can hear you. There you go. Well, I'm sorry, I missed that last no. thing. That's all right. I was saying uh, my my mom saved my uh, wagon from the '80s, so I still. Oh, have very it. cool. Yeah. I I've managed to keep a lot of stuff, <laughs> you know, from uh, from my young days. But I have had things where my parents have sold them, and I'm just like, "What did you do?" You know. Yeah. Oh, a lot of my old trans- a lot of my old transformers. Oh, fifty cents at a grad sale, ten cents at a grad sale. <laughs> oh, oh, that's painful. Oh yeah, that is painful. But um, in turn, you no, know, with that, with everything, de- oh, go ahead, sir. No, no, it's it, it wasn't good. Oh, sorry, it's cutting in and out again. Yeah, no, no, it's I just didn't want to. I had a, like a stupid little thing to say. Go ahead. Oh no, um. I would say just in, in terms of, let's say, you know, we'll, we'll get into it in a second, but like in terms of uh, everything DC, either figures or statues or collectibles, that is faring, I think, a heck of a lot better. Um, even, even, you know, the, the streaming service television shows and things like that. But when it comes to their live action movies, I just, I don't know and understand the choices on these things. <laughs> The DCEU movies? Oh, yeah. And, and, I mean, I'm looking forward to Joker. Like, you got me. I'll see it. I don't, I'm, not, I'm going in with zero expectations. So, you know, that's, that's kind of what I've taught myself to do with, uh, with recent movies is just yeah. don't, don't think about it too much. Same, dude. I'm totally. But, uh, yeah, the Harley Quinn trailer think, and everything today. That's what we're on that. Yeah. Wait, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I would say the – the Harley Quinn trailer today, trailer today that dropped. Um, yeah. Yeah. So birds. Of Prey. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. I should have called it birds of prey. Sorry. I, I was under the impression it was a Harley Quinn movie. <laughs> well, I, that's yeah. <laughs> it's Our titular birds. And then the rest of it is just hard. I don't even. Yeah. Like, ah, yeah. It's, it's so weird to me. Like, we already got her 
And again, while this universe is a mess, I, as you can tell, I'm excited uh, by the sound of my yeah. voice. But it's just like, <laughs> on, it's, that is the perfect way to start. You talked about this on your video the other night when you were uh, when it was previewing this trailer. Um, and then we finally get the trailer trailer. And it is like exactly what the 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 posters were looking like where it's like where's the bird yeah dude? they yeah that that poster where they i mean it looks like and i get it like birds of prey and and i'll i do appreciate those posters i think they're actually really cool they would be so much better though if the characters were wearing things that you know like i i actually had to look up i'm like who is that you know what i mean like who one of them is victor zaz renee montoya cassandra kane got the huntress and you got black canary i didn't know that based on what i was looking you know what i mean like it it's it's weird and black mask is basically just roman sionis you know yeah and then you got a and one second and this was not like a short this wasn't a teaser this was an, like like a, a full length trailer at which no point did we see any of them in costume i did not see there was like a couple shots of Helena Bertinelli shooting her crossbow. Yeah. I know that as the Huntress, but there wasn't, if you didn't know, like, I don't know, there was uh, no one in the suit. And then it's also, it seems to me like an opportunity or it should be an ensemble. Like it's in the title, birds, plural of prey. Yeah. And then the whole thing just seems to be well, me and the joke up and that's also not even like pop culture news to anyone everyone knows that those two broke up and like their origin it just doesn't seem to me like they're taking advantage of the opportunities they have yeah. with the characters you know we already were introduced to her harley quinn keep doing harley movies if you want to just have why didn't you just do the fantabulous emation, emancipation of, uh, of harley quinn as a movie and then birds of prey like that's kind of how i feel about it upon that trailer i, I, I feel the same way i mean we we don't know anything about Harley Quinn outside of the Suicide Squad. Uh, we're given tidbits, but it's kind of like what they did with um, Superman, where Superman, Man of Steel, and then you have um, you know the next one, Batman versus Superman. You're not given enough time to really get to know Superman, uh, and then he died. You know what I mean? And then and you're left with kind of like you're just. You're just pulling comic book plots. You know what I mean? You're not making a cohesive story. Marvel does that so well. You see the elements of what you like in these characters. With this, I went, oh, Harley Quinn has hyenas. Oh, wait, no, she's only got one hyena. You know what I mean? I'm like, there's supposed to be two. Oh, yeah. Good <laughs> like, that's the only aspect of Harley Quinn that I could say, oh. Oh, and she's got her hammer. But that's also become like a thing where... She never really had a, you know, Batman the Animated Series. She never, she, that wasn't her weapon. She didn't really have, like, a weapon, you know. It's just become her weapon. But it's like, and, and when you say comic pull, I think that's even a generous thing. At this point, I think they're honestly, like, Wikipedia pulling stuff for comics. Like, that's how it feels to me. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's like they're Google imaging Harley Quinn. Oh, there's a mallet. All right, throw that in. All right. Uh, and then, like you said, with Wikipedia, you know, big Superman comics, and they're yeah. like, "All right, let's let's cram in there." And it's just well, like, why would you throw the death of Superman into? But yeah, I don't know. I, it, it and not to get into specifics, and everyone probably agrees that 
that movie wasn't the strongest or some people yeah. at least do like yeah. it's still just this seems the reason i bring that up is this seems symptomatic and i think you're agreeing of of everything that they're kind of not doing right and then it's weird it also has that thing too of like it looks really good like they shot the hell this movie but it doesn't seem story-wise well it's it's funny know. a lot of people I, I posted today and then a couple people said like wow but i hope by the end of the movie they're all wearing their suits and black mask has got his black mask and i'm like yeah black why mask. do you I want that at the end of the movie i want to see that like how rad would that have been <laughs> what the trailer was like 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 put like 50 guys out you know what i mean i want her dead and then you see uh, some weirdo dude in a skeleton mask, and he's like, I want Harley Quinn dead. And the whole movie is about this dude, and she just, like, John Wicks everybody. But in, like, a Harley Quinn kind of fashion, where it's goofy, it's funny, and she's getting away with stuff, like, on accident almost. But that would have been, you know, like, the oh, Joker owes him I... money, and he's going after her for the, you know what I mean? Like, something weird, and she just takes everybody out, you know? So... Yeah, he puts out like a John Wick contract, a Gotham City under underworld John Wick level contract on Harley Quinn, and then she battles her way through that, and then the Birds of Prey end up helping sure. her, yeah, because she inspires them with her independence. I actually that was one aspect of it of like, all right, this emancipation thing. I was kind of like, all right, are they just breaking her out of jail from the end of suicide? Like, what's going on? No, it's it it's like cool it's that... and I, and I don't mean this in any way other than what it what they're trying to do. This isn't like a, a dig or anything else. We're living in the new. This is a new type of world and everything else. But it, emancipation, I would say, and going ahead of like the girl power and all that kind of stuff. I get it. I got no problems with it. But you don't have to beat people over the head with it because now you know she's like, oh, I broke up with the Joker, so that's her emancipation. It looks like you know what I mean, like which. Right. You know, it. I'll tell you what. And what it's does that great, to do? At the but end do you, is that what though, you want to see? You know. Oh, sorry. What is that? Well, no, I was just saying. But at the end of the day, what the frig does it have to do with the birds of prey? It, that's my yeah. Beat. And what do you? That's what you want to see in essentially a Batman movie. You know what I mean? Like, no, no. That's I want to see costume superheroes and villains doing stuff. You know, they got to stop taking this, like, putting this real world stuff, like. Black mask. That's not black mask. That's Roman Sionis. Is not wearing a black <laughs> <Yeah>. mask. <laughs> and I don't want to see him wear the black uh, mask at the end. It, you know what I mean? Like the whole time they're like, yeah, uh, uh, Ewan McGregor, he's going to be black uh, mask. And I'm like, no, he's not. <laughs> if, you know, and I don't, maybe he'll get it the first 10 minutes of the movie. Maybe this is the whole thing. And that's why, you know, they're after Harley Quinn and because he screws up her, she screws up his face. So be it. But how awesome would that have been to just be like this skeleton looking dude, just mafia, everything. That I would have been like, all right, I'm down to see this movie. Like that's cool. Yeah, just make it what it is. Like I don't understand why this is why I love the animated movies so much, because I'm not nearly as much of a comic guy. And it's just like I get to watch a movie where they go, Hey, you know this black mask guy? Guess what? He wears a black mask and you're going to see the black mask and then he's going to do black mask stuff and we're not going to take an hour and a half to explain the black mask stuff that he does because it's like jesus what is all of this time it, it feels like the approach of uh kind of like it's the beef that i had with like the netflix daredevil and, and the netflix marvel yeah thing, is that 
people have this defense now of going like because we have the availability of 13 episodes to tell one story that you're going to justify only putting this guy in the suit pretty much in the last 10 minutes of 13 episodes because you have a quote story arc to tell me yeah no not an excuse throw him in the suit or don't (laughs) exactly yeah i i don't um this movie um, even, I mean, even to an extent of Harley Quinn, nobody in this movie looks like their characters. I wouldn't, you, Black Canary, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I, she doesn't have blonde hair, right? She's, she's uh, got no. dark hair in the yeah. movie, the, the actress is playing her, which you have, it's like a Michael Bay thing. I always say, it, you know, you, you call it Transformers, but we all knew it wasn't really Transformers. <laughs> You know, it it was it had bits and pieces and like things Michael they pulled, but it was never Transformers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, but I I just feel like they have all the opportunity and all of the money. I know they do all the opportunity, all the money. Um, hopefully, they they start getting it right and maybe as we said i i feel the exact same way i'm really glad you said that about joker speaking of dceu movies um of like and and that is definitely a news piece i mean that's coming out literally i think tomorrow or the next day yeah yeah yeah. it would be tomorrow yeah tomorrow at midnight upon this recording um but like it at least there you're going i mean that is them really confirming uh maybe this universe isn't going well maybe or at least we at least we're not afraid to step out of the universe and that i think is cool because it's an edge that they have on marvel where marvel is like they have this and it's all quality i was talking about this on another show of like it's all quality but it's still this you know unstoppable train of like stock of marvel movies that you now have to fit into this certain thing yeah. everything is canon it's this tight drum that that is this awesome thing now and so they can't do what dc they kind of with that strangely they don't have the freedom yeah. i'll say that dc does or where i think this will be cool to see maybe dc step away make artful films and and damn it let's just i don't know not make dumb movies yeah <laughs> well i think i think that's uh, you know with, let's see how this joker one goes i wouldn't it, I, I'll be honest with you, the, to make a Joker movie is bizarre. And if it turns out to be a good movie, okay, like that's that's great. But I'm going into this going, you know, my fanboy knowledge tells me <laughs> that you can't have the Joker without Batman. You know what I mean? And however they're going to do it, if he's even in it, but that's that's what is the hook hang up for me is like, you know, this is the Joker that we've known for years and years, every iteration. Um, we never had an, uh, an origin story. So it's interesting, but we'll, we'll have to see how it goes. Yeah. I, um, I don't know. We'll see. I, I will say for a DC collectible show, we're probably not getting a lot of toys out of this one. Yeah. That's, you know, that's another big thing. And, uh, something that I posted on a while back was that they had decided to, and that, Here's the thing is that they, they make such a big deal about this um, instead of just having it either be part of the movie or part of like a low key, you know, whatever. But 
a friend and I were talking about it and you know, there's be nothing more that I want to see than figures for the Joker movie. I think that'd be crazy. You know what I mean? Have a Joaquin Phoenix Joker action figure. That'd be rad. Um, when it comes to like birds of prey, they made it a point to be like, Oh, Hey, black mask. Well, we're going to do something wild. We're going to make the character gay, you know, and fine. But black mask in this movie is gay. Yeah, they they announced that oh probably a couple like a month or two ago now, something like that. But they said that yeah, Ewan McGregor oh, will play will play him as a flamboyant character and there might be something sort of going on between him and the character of Victor Zaz, who is, you know, the, the murderer serial killer guy. Cool. As long as he's wearing a black mask while he's doing all that weird shit. Well, see, that, not that's weird, the thing. But, I, no, I, I could be, I could be like, behind that. Yeah. Weird. You know what I mean by weird. Yeah. I just mean, like, if you're doing a Victor Zaz thing, uh, like, go for it. Just put him in a black mask. I don't care what sexuality. Yeah, exactly right. It doesn't, like, that should never be a thing. Any, like, we're, we as a society, we should be getting out of that stuff. Like, I, if they want to do it, fine. I, I, I don't care. It's people's own business and yada, yada. But as soon as like toy companies and hear that and they go, Oh, it's rated R or whatever it is. They go, ah, no toys. Nope. Can't do, you know, that. And that's a shame. You know what I mean? Because they think it's one thing over another and it immediately vilifies it for whatever reason. And so, yeah, more than likely we probably won't be getting anything for Joker outside of let's say hot toys, something like that. Not that anything's announced, but that's who I would see definitely tackling it. And, um, birds of prey. We'll be lucky if we see anything. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh that's so funny i didn't know that yeah it's just you wow. know that's it's you know i'm sure funko will make funko pops and and things but you know i'll be honest with you you make like a birds of prey you know you make it cool like a harley a really cool looking harley quinn figure a really cool black mask that that's cool you know make the make the figures that sounds fantastic but you know then and you can also, you know, make the movie, but apparently yeah. they're not doing Oh, they used to have, well, you think about the 90s, they used to have rated R, uh, you know, toys all the time. They had Aliens, they had Robocop, they had, uh, what, Swamp Thing, and, <laughs> you know, all that stuff, where it wasn't for kids, yeah. but they can make toys, you know, but again, that's just not the ways of the world no more. Apparently. Yeah. So, I mean, it's unfortunate, but... Um, I'll tell you what, this is what I always like say at the end of every time, you know, as long as you give me a good movie, that's great. But when you start telling me little things like, oh, Harley Quinn does this in the movie and she's actually going to be this or this character, like stop telling us stuff. Like, let us just go see the movie, you know? Yeah, I don't know why people <laughs> insist. Uh, like, how is that even an announcement? Who cares? Like, Black Man. Well, I think yeah, it, it's wonder- like, you know, one news site picks it up. And then it explodes, you know, and that becomes the hot topic of the day. And then everybody goes like, well, Black Mask is not in the comics. And yeah, we know. But if they're trying to do something different and they do it well, who cares? You know? God. But as long as they don't make it into like a joke or, you know, it's like a, it's like a really awkward thing. Like just, just subtly, you know, you, subtlety is, a, is a, the name of the game, I feel like. that movie's got to learn about again, you know? Just like, you don't have to beat us over the head with messages. Just put it in there, and we'll get it. Well, right. <laughs> I mean, 
I think that's like, yeah, I think they confuse inclusion with, uh, with and beating it over the head. Yeah. You know, it's like, if you're going to include, and I would argue too, I mean, I'm not a minority, but like, if I was like, I would, I, I'd like to think that I would just want to be treated like everyone else. And that's from what I hear, like, that is how they want to be treated. Yeah. And so what I don't get is like, now, especially, I think maybe beating over the head was necessary for a couple decades there but we all know because you had to like send the message in one way or another but like we all know the message now we get it yeah so like stop beating us over the head with it yeah it's just and it just always has a way of being like um like intentionally like we're trying to do a good thing and it ends up being like a negative thing because of the way people spin it you know the people that that ultimately i think you know, news sites and such that don't really have any stake in these types of things. They're just reporting on news, but then they'll, they'll clickbait or, Oh my God, I can't believe this happens at the end of rise of Skywalker. Or, oh my God, Ray is this. And then you click on it and then they go like, well, we heard from a news source that this might happen. And it's like, well, it's not even, you're, you're creating all this news that really has nothing to do with anything. You know, at this, at, at this yeah. point, just make up news, you know? Oh my God! Or, Batman loses his arm. What? <laughs> it's got a robot arm. <laughs> well, it's also like you could also put even rumors. Just put that in the in the title of your article. Why not that? Oh yeah, people do it all the time too. You know, I, I and I'll I'll admit, like you know, when I first started and stuff, I I had to change it up because the last thing I ever want to do is spoil anything. Um, and certain people will take. Let's say, oh, I, I, you know, oh, the, the Batman Birds of Prey movie has black mask in it or something like that. You know, people would say, oh, that's a spoiler. You know what I mean? Whereas, well, I just got a press release with the cast of characters, you know what I mean? Or something like that. So I don't mean to spoil it. Yeah. But then, you know, if I said like, oh, there's a secret cameo by Robin, you know, that to me is more of a spoiler. So. Yeah. Um the internet's a weird place. It's like it, it, it there's all these under, and especially with Hollywood, cause you have the mix of the internet with a business that is like, and, and this also applies to toys and we'll bring it back to toys. Yeah. Um, like, you know, cause the toys are obviously based on pop culture. And then even aside from that, it's an entertainment based thing. So there it is. And, and, you know, disclosures and, and NDAs, non-disclosure agreements and people always in secrecy and waiting and blah, blah, blah. So, like, it's tough to not feed on the rumors, but it's it's how you deal with it. And I think what people the problem is that people don't have the same respect. I mean, this is like an old man sounding thing, but like you can still bring journalistic, um, let's say, approaches to things that are rumor. Based, exactly. Yeah. You know, just be yeah. clear. Just be clear. Be like, I mean, I mean, I had a podcast one time, and it was entirely based on a rumor. It was of the Batman Beyond animated movie that was rumored to come out in the theater right yeah. after Into the Spider Verse came mm-hmm. out. Remember that? So it was like this trailer drop, or this this. Uh, sorry, there was a rumor that dropped, and everybody was talking about it in the geek community. And like, I put it in the title of the podcast. I'm like, breaking rumor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, because it's like, why would you title something as if it's the truth if it's not necessary? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, a lot of times where 
you know, especially with toys and such, um, you know, when certain things get leaked out or, or a new toy is suddenly found, you know, I always like to, let's say, double check and be like, hey, you know what, like, this is kind of coming out, you know, and the company will be like, well, once it's out, you know, it's, it's, it's out. Um, but in terms of like respect and yeah, I hear a lot of stuff and that's just the name of the game, but you're not supposed to talk about it, you know, and you're not supposed to, uh, allude to it. You can kind of help with answers every once in a while. Somebody says, Oh, should I get this figure? I'll be like, well, eh, you might want to wait six yeah. months. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, don't pay eBay, uh, eBay prices for things, you know? So, <laughs> But uh, no, there. Yeah, I agree. There, there's there's a le- level of re- respect and and things of how to to play the game. A lot of people, and and that's their own prerogative. You know, what I mean, they don't if they don't want to play by those rules, then that's fine. But then, you know, if if you want to continue what you're doing, the the best way to stop that is to is to ruin thing. You know what I mean? Basically, is to is to go against what the rules have been set established. So. Yeah. Cool. So uh, you want to start wrapping it? I'm oh, sorry. Do you want to start wrapping? It sure. Up? That's fine. Um, not to yeah, not to uh, rush you or anything. I uh, this is a lot of fun. I enjoy uh, doing this. Oh no, cool man. Yeah, I, uh, absolutely. No, I was the one who was kind of. I just was feeling uh, maybe. <coughs> you know, I don't like to overextend uh, conversations or uh what, what do you call it draw no it, no no. it's so. fine it's you know it's funny it's like uh i had a, a meeting or two before I, I got on the phone with you and um you know it's like when your mouth gets like really dry you know from talking like i started yeah. about coughing every time i'm like <laughs> no it's actually funny you said that i i've been uh because i've been pursuing voice acting more and more recently mm-hmm. and uh so i was watching you know, i've been following hashtags and it's like you know vo this and voice over this and just people like voiceover professionals they give you advice and this one guy has this really funny video and he's like there's a really simple solution to uh blah 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 and it was like the cotton mouth thing you're talking about and he's like it's this beautiful substance and he just picks up a glass of water he's like it's cold (laughs) (laughs) or actually no it was even funnier than that it was uh and you would appreciate this because he had a transformers mug and he lifts up his transformers mug he's like it's not the transformer it's what's inside the transformer (laughs) Exactly. Uh, so yeah, point is with a podcast, always uh, have water nearby. Well, I, you know, I, I like, uh, you know, I like chatting with you and I like talking about stuff. And you and I seem to have a, a good, you know, relay off one one another. You know, you say something, I say something, and we we somehow create a podcast out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that! Look at that, Ma! We made um, a podcast. <laughs> But yeah, come on anytime. I don't know what, uh, again, we, I don't want to do like scheduling stuff, uh, on a recording. We could talk about this. We're always talking on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and again, before I forget, follow at Toysha's on Instagram, um, for all the toy updates and he's on YouTube, got some great videos and stuff, but yeah, we'll talk about this, but literally when I say anytime I'm getting the show going again, anchor as annoying as it is, um, I'm either going to figure out a better way to do this or that other system. And you know, Every other week, once a month, once a week, whatever, let me know what, what your availability sure. is. You are welcome back anytime. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me on. Um, you know, I, I always tell everyone, you know, it's, it's so much fun to, to even, like, be able to just talk about this stuff. You know what I mean? And, and, and I like that 
you know, it's, it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be, you know, speculative and you throw out ideas and stuff like that. And I like that. It's never negative. I can't, it's when things get negative, you know what I mean? It really, it's uncomfortable and it's weird. You know, when you take things too seriously, it's so weird. So I always love, I love yeah. coming on the DC collector cast, you know? <laughs> Thanks man. Yeah. I think we talked about that last time too, of, of that approach of like not getting too negative. And even I, like I caught myself talking about, that's why I have, I, I limit myself with like DC EU coverage because I just start getting mad, and then I'm like, well, why am I talking about stuff I don't yeah. like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people ask me all the time. They go like, uh, how come you're not reviewing this figure or this figure? I'm like, ah, yeah, there might be a reason behind that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> I didn't like. Uh, yeah, go watch. The, there's probably another YouTube video on it. They probably liked it. I didn't like it. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I just, you know, if I don't if I don't know the, the material or the stuff, you know, I can't. It's you can always tell when when you force it, and um, a couple times where I, you know, if it's stuff I'm not too familiar with, and I talk about it, I'm like, people are not buying this. Like, I'm not even buying that I'm talking about this right now. Like, I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. So, yeah, it's it's all about doing what you know. That's that's the best. Well, that's also why I like you, man. You're uh, you have integrity. You are humble, but you're a very smart, hardworking dude. Uh, you take it seriously, but again, not too seriously. These are toys. At the end <laughs> yeah, of the day. that's true. If you saw my office, you'd be like, "What are you like a hoarder too, or what's going on? Like, how many cats do you have?" <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, man, you better you better have an office that looks like that with. Uh, with a name like Toy Shiz, you better have some yeah, toys. Yeah, you know, that'd be bad if I didn't, right? A lot of people always say, like, when are you going to do a collection video? I'm like, oh, I do it, it, videos here and there. I'm like, you, you, you gradually see the collection. Like, <laughs> I don't have this, like, grandmaster setup like a lot of people. A lot of people have gorgeous. They got little, you know, glass cases and professional lighting and, like, all this stuff. And I'm like, dang, that's a, that's, that looks nice. I'm like, what's pop, you know, what, what's on the shelves this week? Oh, Batman and... Superman and then what else is coming out of the movies and I like to surround myself with stuff for that particular week and then I put it away and I bring out new stuff and it's like constantly changes on a weekly basis so yeah it's always uh well it sounds like our styles once again have aligned because I'm the same way I'm like more of a news guy about it so yeah it, it's after after too much I get very claustrophobic uh, claustrophobic you know what I mean and I'm just like oh my god you look around you're like I have this much stuff are you kidding and this is from January. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there's that too. It's like I do want to have the toys around, and I have a bunch, but it's also like I don't want to feel like I live at Midtown Comics yeah, either. Exactly. So. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm right um, there with you, man. So. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, check out the uh, for the audience. Check out New York Comic Con exclusive stuff that. Uh, what, what have you talked about on your channel and your Instagram? Plug your stuff. Do you have any NYCC stuff, uh, yeah. DC specific that you talked about? Um, let's say, well, you can, like, you, like you were saying, you can find me on uh, you know, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Make it real simple. Toy Shiz. You can email me anytime. Toy Shiz at gmail.com. Always happy, you know, to talk toys. You got a question or maybe, you know, oh, like a lot of people email me. I'm thinking of this one toy. My brother used to have it. And I'm like, oh, that's uh, Frankenstein from Real Ghostbusters. <laughs> You know what I mean? I love, oh, I love man, trying to nice. figure, figure out, you know, that was a recent one, but um, no, I'm very, you know, I'm, I, I like to be, uh, you know, easily accessible. You know what I mean? You come talk to me. It's, uh, it's, it's what I like to do, but uh, yeah, you can find me on YouTube. I do product reviews and we talk news and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I'm also on, I've been, 
I did a couple podcasts like in the last couple days, you know, and I'm always like, oh, I'm on TikTok now. I'm uh, hip with the kids on TikTok, which I'm still trying to figure out. But yeah. Oh, you went on Tim Talk? Yeah. That's one oh, of my favorite totally. shows. Yeah. Tick, no, the, the app TikTok. Have you heard of that? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant Tim Talk like oh, T-I-M-M, no, yeah. it's, like Bruce it's this app with uh, music and then people do a bunch of dumb stuff to music. <laughs> huh. Nice. But it's fun. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, I'll figure out something to do with toys on this. So. But, uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, check out Toy Shiz's stuff. You are the man. And that's cool. You're going on other podcasts. I, uh, I'm going to start doing more video stuff. You actually inspired me to do more like um, – I did like one or two, but like screen cap type videos. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I'm like, what am I wasting my time with – worrying about not like if i have the time and i have a co-host and and when i have the lighting set up and i shave and look presentable it's like great make a video but and i did just get all that equipment but i'm looking at your video i'm like what the hell am i doing why don't i just make some of those so literally last night at like you know during my i i always call it in a corny way as i said uh, off mic i'm being comic consumed right now <laughs> yeah uh, and <laughs> But you just, during all that, it's funny, you also get inspired with ideas and you're all creative and stuff. And I'm like, you know what? People are going to be searching this one thing. It was the DCU, DCU HQ, which is this uh, pop-up store they're doing for uh, Harley Quinn at New York oh, Comic Con. Yeah? Okay. yeah, so I did like a five-minute video on that and then also talking about like our Batman Beyond coverage because I'm going to be, uh, did you see on our Instagram, like I got into the bat, maybe on panel and the media room. So I'm yeah, going to be interviewing Kevin Conroy. Yeah, everybody. that's going to be awesome. Oh my God. So yeah, I was talking about that and like, I threw this video together uh, and I was like, I'm going to start making these things. So thank you for the inspiration. Oh, well, happy to uh, inspire always. And, uh, thank you for telling me that I appreciate, it. you know, I, I very much, uh, um, appreciate creativity and you know, there's nothing better when uh, uh, you see a good company or a commercial make something that goes above and beyond, that's when I'm like, ah, oh, that's that's some creativity juices right there. Good job, Wendy's. Wendy's what if it goes some... above and Batman Beyond? <laughs> oh, hey, hey. <laughs> and now we segue <laughs> into that podcast. <laughs> shameless plugs. Boom. Baby. That's how to do it. That's how people remember is just shameless plugs <laughs> yes podcasters are pathetic with their uh plugging because we have to be yeah and we should also plug all the products uh, uh for this channel what do we got like uh, we got clorox bleach <laughs> if you ever need to wash your figures clorox bleach <laughs> what else like it's also not good for breathing yeah in, don't so... breathe it or taste it it's bad <laughs> also uh you know Whatever else. Dinosaur chicken nuggets. Costco. What are we even talking about anymore? Never mind. Was... Oh, nice. I got to try Oh, them. yeah. Those are, those, you know, it's not just for kids. I'm just saying, you know, you get hungry one night. It just, <laughs> just, just happens, you know. It's fine. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's People... hilarious. Yeah, speaking of collectible food, I actually saw a profile last night. The entire Instagram profile is uh, Batman – or, sorry, Batman – uh tmnt pies so oh, very cool. teenage mutant ninja turtles in like the early 90s maybe we're making like those so like the goo, the goo pies know, yeah the to-go yeah. pies and the entire profile is just the art and the packaging from those friggin' things yeah i used to collect the stickers and you trade them at school and everything well, well we can do a whole <laughs> podcast about that one <laughs> 
Oh, collectors are the best. All right, Toy Shiz. Uh, yeah, check out his stuff at Toy Shiz. Check out his uh, YouTube as well. Do not forget about that YouTube channel. Uh, a lot of informative stuff. And please come on the show anytime, dude. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. And let's definitely talk some more DC stuff soon. We're going to have to, once they release the new Birds of Prey trailer, we'll get back on that. <laughs> oh, God. Do we have to? <laughs> All right, sir. Thank you. I'm <laughs> uh, just kidding. Yeah, man. Yeah, thank you. I'll see you soon. All right, DC collectors, that is it for today's ep with at Toysha's on Instagram. How awesome is that, dude? Uh, that is it for our NYCC, our New York Comic Con reveal episode, as well as our Birds of Prey trailer talk. Uh, DC movies are never going away, whether we like them or not. <laughs> uh, so there will always be plenty to talk about there. Uh, not to say every episode, too, uh, in case you guys are like, oh, man, are you guys do DC news every time? No, but, you know, with a Joker movie coming out, with a trailer dropping that day, it seems relevant um, on a show that has DC in the title. Tell us if I'm wrong. If you don't want to hear DC news, let us know. Um, but hopefully we covered, I know we covered plenty of toys. That was amazing. This dude, his wealth of knowledge too. So check out, again, not uh, to plug it for the millionth time, but at Toysh is like his breadth of knowledge, I should say. Not just DC. If you're into Star Wars, if you're into Marvel, it's nuts. This guy is all over the place, super smart, the man. Um, at DC Collecticast on Instagram, don't forget about our giveaway. Uh, win a Series 2 Lil DC Bombshell from Cryptozoic. Adorable. Um, yeah, find the instructions on how to enter and win that. Do not forget. <laughs> While I'm saying do not forget, dude, but seriously, our coverage. I can't emphasize enough. DC Collecticast, Jim Fletcher from DC Collectibles. Just saying. Um, Live from the DC Collectibles booth, and then again, coverage from a panel. Uh, you know, Toy Fair is cool being able to interview people, even if it was Jim Fletcher, which is awesome. And he doesn't always come to New York, from what I heard, so that was like a double bonus. But a panel as well. Um, and then that's the other thing, too. Like, DC Collectibles doesn't always come to New York, not just Jim, but like DC Collectibles doesn't always necessarily have a panel and have a, uh, a huge presence at every New York con. Um, this year. <laughs> Double Presence, and Jim Fletcher. That's the trifecta. And coverage on our show. And then the voice of Batman. Uh, oh my god. I, I'm just ecstatic, as you can tell. Overtired, ecstatic. Feels like con to me. <laughs> this is finals week, as I keep calling it. Uh, so this is the night before the finals. Um, again, at DC Collected Cast, at Batman Beyond Podcast, for all that coverage. Above and Batman Beyond, you can find that show on iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, and our Comic Book INTL network, uh, at Comic Book INTL on Twitter, at Comic Book INTL on Instagram. That's our network, of course. A bunch of other shows, too. Um, update Nerd Style. Uh, Owen has been doing gaming stuff. Speaking of toys and games, Owen Kinnair at had Owen, H-A-D-O-W-E-N. Check out his stuff. Uh, he's entering a possible gaming tournament soon, so stay tuned for that. We might have coverage, live coverage from a uh, game tournament. And But yeah, no, he does a bunch of gaming stuff, and now he's doing some uh, Halloween, bad Halloween movie coverage. Weird coverage on there. Yeah, man, lots of fun stuff. And then again, uh, the YouTube channel. Clean that up. The Comic Book INTL YouTube channel. And also Above and Batman Beyond, that YouTube channel. Um, we have a vidcast on there now. 
and this show as well with that same setup we're going to start doing video episodes i'm not um saying every episode but anytime i can get an in-person interview i'm going to do a video episode for dc collecticast we have one on there right now uh on again comic book intl youtube channel with toy shiz it's a clip uh from us talking about birds of prey so check that out subscribe and that's where you'll find con stuff too all right, guys, uh, again, I am Benjamin David at Benjamin of David, collectible506.com. Find my writing there. Find written coverage of all this con stuff. I'm going to be writing my you-know-what off uh, for the next comic con soon's my life. Oh, I had to say it once. No, but it really does. Uh, so for the next few weeks, I'm going to be writing like crazy. So check out my stuff there and social media and anywhere else. Hit me up. And if you're around, I... Love interviewing people, so hit me up and we'll meet up at Con for an interview. All right, guys, enjoy Comic Con.